Well, hello there. I am Giordino, and welcome to our talk time. On today's episode, I try to teach you and lecture me about it. Also today, we discuss food, and we sin. Listen in as we talk about nostalgia in thought time, and finally, we tackle topics in tough talks. Now joining me today as this week's co-host, here is Ermin. Fototito? What did you say? Fototito. <laughs> what? Hi, to, 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 everybody. Fototito? Fototito. If you know Spanish, you know Fototito. what that means. <laughs> Something about uncles. No. Isn't, is Tito not uncle? Or am I thinking of Tagalog? It's Tagalog. <laughs> Tito is uncle in oh, Tagalog. Oh, Tio. Tio is uncle Tio. in Spanish. Tito is ah, uncle in... you're mixing okay. it up. I was you're thinking mixing about Tagalog. my cousin I'm sorry. my culture? Wow. I'm sorry. Okay, don't. Don't <laughs> be so this mean to me. I'm canceled now. Oh no. <laughs> Jordino, I think you I think you definitely need some photo Tito. You definitely need some something something cousin. Photo Tito. No. Photo Tito. <laughs> so it's so <laughs> American saying it. <laughs> Did you say photo? Photo like F O T O? Yeah. Because you're not saying P-H-O-T-O. It's Oto in Spanish. <laughs> freaking spell it. It's not American. Photo Tito. I don't know. Are you searching it <laughs> Don't search it up. No, I'm not That's searching not it up. My hands are not even on my keyboard. I'm just talking. It look sounds at you, like look you at were. you accusing me. Of it all of these like things. You, were, you know, you know the tone <laughs> when you like type something, and while you're also speaking, it's like no, no, I'm just, like, it's I'm like just that. thinking. I'm uh-huh. just thinking, and you're disrupting my thinking. Okay, <laughs> so like you're the bad guy. <laughs> uh-huh. You're the bad one here. Anyways, hi everybody. How 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 are you guys? It's been a while, right? You guys doing well? It's it's I, I mean technically you were in last episode. Just I hey, use timeline wise. Remember the very first in the field? Oh my god, really? I thought it's I finally used out, it. I, guess not. <laughs> I thought no. it's been out there, I guess not. That's the very first thing I recorded for this new podcast. Oh, look at that. Fun fact. <laughs> Just some janky uh, recording of us in a mall. A very loud mall. In the a night. very loud mall. So like. <laughs> and arguing about <laughs> I, in I the I field. tried my best. 
We were we were we were outside. Not outside, but like it wasn't away from outside. the studio. We're back in this argument again with the freaking in the field. We were away from the studio. What do you want me to call it, huh? <laughs> away from the studio. We're not in the field. We're in the mall. So why is it called in the field? Hmm? I guess AFK could have been a good name. You know what AFK stands for? What are you away from the keyboard? Yeah, yeah away from keyboard, but it's not. Oh, I guess. Because eh. like we weren't by a keyboard. We were on a table. Uh, by a With phone, a phone, yeah. <laughs> by a bunch of, a bunch of talking people. So that could have been a good name for that series, but it's it's too late. Too late. I've no. committed. It's already called in the field. I've committed. I think I'm it's sorry. already been trademarked. I'm sorry. It's already been trademarked. There's nothing we could do about it. <laughs> yeah, the patent is pending. Okay. <laughs> exactly. There's nothing you can the do cash, about it. You hear, you hear the cash in the distance. It's already rolling. Okay. There's nothing we could do about it. <laughs> exactly 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 oh boy Jardino, what are we going to do today well okay we'll be right back after this edition of we Sin. <laughs> i forgot for a second hello and welcome this segment where we talk about food we like and dislike that's right this is the new segment called Weegasen. And today I am going to gush over food truck food with none other than Jordan. Hi, Jordan. I love food. Many people do. Yeah. But do you like food truck food? Food truck food? No. What? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on now. You want to know? You want to know what backs up my claim? Mm-hmm, I went what? to the food truck wars. Did you? Yeah, all the food was super f- expensive, dry as hell, and was just okay. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, I don't have any argument against that. Honestly, damn straight, you don't. <laughs> It's all expensive. It's like fifteen. Yeah, bro. $16. I spent fifteen dollars for two tacos. Oh my gosh! And I think like another five dollars for half a sandwich that I split with Denzel. Hey, hey now, hey now. Good, good tacos can change your life. Let me, let me tell it you. It was pretty garbage tacos. Oh, then that's that's not worth it. No, it was not worth it at all. <laughs> hey, have, have you ever have, had? Have they, you ever had? Have you ever had? Um, food truck tacos, not the best. I have, I've had. Have you had good the, food truck tacos? I've I've had amazing food truck tacos. Oh well, the food truck wars—they just weren't. They, they were they were too like crippled and had PTSD. They couldn't cook properly. They were amazing the war, here. Let me t- let me tell you. Got, let me tell you. The war got them. I was telling I was telling Sean about this actually. Uh, La Tacaria. And it's amazing. It's amazing. They have the they have great tacos there. I, I gushed about them already so much. Is that in where is that? It's here in Vancouver. Oh, in the Vancouver. Cooper? In the Cooper? Yeah, in the Cooper. Right in the Cooper. Cougar Town. Nice. And how good were their tacos? I already said they're amazing. They're great. There's nothing better. I I could I could kill. Did you have did you have um what's it called a Jamaican barbecue food stand? I've never even truck? had Jamaican barbecue. 
It was just okay. I like I I don't think I've had regular Jamaican barbecue, but I've tried it from this food truck and I I'm gonna be honest, not the best, not that good, but I remember there was a stand outside of our old high school that was like Jamaican barbecue, I'm but my my bank card didn't have any tap. Was there where what are you talking about? <laughs> like there was like this guy one day in front of the high school just selling Jamaican barbecue. Oh yeah? And I wanted some. And I was buying I was gonna buy some, but then my uh my uh bank card didn't accept tap. And that's so that's you, all he no, used. All of his barbecue. Yeah, so I I killed him, stuffed him in my trunk, and then took all of his barbecue. Yeah, yeah. He just that's, did that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's how it works. That's that's how yeah. life works. If you can't that's get how your Jamaican made. barbecue, you kill. That's how, kill. that's how it's you made. Barbecue. <laughs> that, that's actually how Jamaican barbecue is made. You uh, you kill somebody and put them in your trunk to ferment. Mm-hmm. You take how them out often, when it's nice and tender. How often do you get hot dogs? Because I feel like that's the most like common food truck stand thing is just hot dogs. Maybe once every two months. Really, two months? No way. Cause like they're always available here. Cause it like their snow doesn't exist here. Oh yes. Do you know there was just a blizzard? I seen last that. Night? Yeah, and it was already freaking thick. It was so hard walking to work this morning. Oh god. I, I saw the blizzard and I I, I thought, you know what? Jordan's <laughs> gonna die. I he's am. not gonna be able to I make did. it this episode today, and he's gonna die. But but I but I pulled through. I pulled through. Okay. Cool. Determination and to prove her didn't wrong. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you 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 knew that I was good. I was doubting your abilities to survive. It was like I I I, I woke up this morning. I was like, and, and I looked outside. I was like, Jordan doesn't think I'm gonna be alive. <laughs> Jordan thinks I'm gonna die. No yeah. way. <laughs> you got that wrong. That determined you to just survive. <laughs> yeah, out of spite. <laughs> out of and rage. I knew it. As soon as as soon as I saw the headlines, like yeah, Jordan's gonna die. He's gonna, the fire, he's gonna, the fire in my heart burned hotter than any, <laughs> any sun. And I was like, no, 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 no. Jordan's gonna die. He's not gonna make it to the recording today. And he's gonna, he's gonna like just be crushed by a pile of snow. He's not gonna make it. My rage melted the snow. And yeah, so here I you are in that. front of me. I just, well, I, yeah, yeah. You know, talking about food trucks, and we all we did was dog on them. <laughs> all we did was dog on them. <laughs> I mean, it's true. No. They're expensive. They're yeah. Like, they give hot you dog, a little portions. Like those are worth it, though. They give hot you a bag stands? of chips and sometimes a drink for like five bucks. Yummy. Here's here's my opinion. When it be, when it comes to the way the hot dog is prepared, if it's like boiled, oh, yeah. it's it's like. Eh. But if yeah. it's grilled, yeah. Oh gosh. Dog. It depends tier. on the grilled hot dogs. If it's like over grilled and it has like that skin over it, <laughs> I, those are good in certain circumstances. If it has that skin, like that leathery skin, yeah, that leather, that leather hot dog yeah, skin, you can take it a bit too far. I know, I know. Sometimes it, you know it gets a little too chewy. I don't want that. What What I like is the like all the options they give you for toppings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I'm a sauerkraut man. I love sauerkraut. Uh, it's okay. I'll I'll like 
if it's on my plate, I'll eat it, but I wouldn't ask for it, you know? I see, I see, I see. I'm mm-hmm. I'm the same with ketchup. I would not ask for ketchup, but like if it's there, I like sometimes they just put ketchup and mustard on there. Why are you saying it like that? What? Ketchup? Ketchup? <laughs> ketchup. Am I, I saying know. ketchup wrong? <laughs> I don't know. That just doesn't sound right to me. Ketchup? Ketchup. How do you want me to say it? Ketchup? I like ketchup. ketchup. I like that. Ketchup. I put, you want, okay, so I put an A in there. You put, you say ketchup. Yeah, with an E. Ketchup. And I say ketchup. Ketchup. <laughs> 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 I can't believe you like that bothered you so much. You decided to stop the conversation. <laughs> yeah, stop. You gotta stop right now. I can't continue. <laughs> yeah, stop. This is just too much. We have to talk about. We have to talk about. We have to discuss this first. All right. So you don't. So you don't like ketchup. 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 Not like ketchup. 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 You don't like ketchup. And I hate milk. <laughs> Yo, I love milk though. I love milk. I love milk. I don't love me some milk. <laughs> I love milk. Yeah, well, oh, actually, not... we've been what talking about savory food stands. What about dessert food stands? Because those are like um, food trucks. Because those also exist. The one that only comes to mind is like an ice cream truck. Really? Uh, like you don't think Beaver Tail or Mini Donut? Or lemonade. Mini donuts, I kind of associate with like the fair. I fair. only think forks. <laughs> and then beaver tails is it's not it's not like uh common enough to like for me to notice really. Yeah. And I found like my aunt really likes beaver tail. <laughs> so uh, sometimes I mean, we go like long drive just to get it. So that's they're why good. it's like, they are good. They're yummy. But they're pretty good. But like, when I think of like a truck, well, it's a van, really. It's not when a food you think truck. of a truck with food, I don't think about beavers and their tails. No, no, no. I don't think about beavers, and I don't think about the other thing you said. What was it? What you said mini donuts, chicken. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Oh, you know the dessert chicken. You know. <laughs> the dessert chicken, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the dessert chicken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody knows the dessert chicken. Agree with me. <laughs> came before the dessert egg. Yeah, 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 yeah. It came. It it came before the the dessert egg. The the, the dessert chicken. Damn straight. Damn straight. But that's all I ever think about. Just the ice cream. But then, again, when you think about like food trucks. Ice cream isn't like usually there. Yeah, I, I like ice cream trucks are pretty much just ice cream food trucks. They pretty much are. It's it's like it's a food and it's not really even even a truck to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a van. It is a truck. Mm-hmm. It's like a van. I mean, look at an armored truck. Is that not just a an armored van? Well, then what do you what do you say about the UPS guy? Look at it. it's a UPS truck. Yeah. I don't say truck. Well, well, there's some that's a van and there's some that's a truck. I say the UPS van. If it's if it's, U- if it's if it's if it's like an oval shape, is it, I think that's a van and if it's like square, that's truck. I think the UPS van. There's no like when it comes to a truck, I think of like the bed that has to have a bed. What? You know the truck bed? 
What about a pickup truck? That's what a truck bed is. Oh, oh, the, I thought oh, I thought you were talking about the big, big trucks, and they and there's like a room in the back. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like the the, the, no, the no, no, wheelers. No. I thought you were talking about the sixteen wheelers. No, no, oh no, no, God. no. When you said truck with a bed, I thought that's what you were talking about. You think of you think of like the brick Canada in the back. There's a bed there. Like oh, yeah, he has yeah, beautiful yeah. queen size mattress. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about. I thought you were, no, no, no. I thought you were talking about like um a big sixteen wheeler like. Optimus Prime, and like in the back, <laughs> there's like a bed. That's the only truck that exists, kids. Okay, well, there's I no mean, other that, trucks. Yeah, it's like Optimus Prime, not like the Bumblebee though, not like Bumblebee, <laughs> 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 like Optimus Prime, <laughs> the big truck. <laughs> I saw the confusion in your face. Like, I, <laughs> you not like Bumblebee though. You not went like silent there. You're like, um, uh. What do you mean? What, what do I do? What do you mean? <laughs> and, and I saw you were like complete confusion, like uncomfortable. You started to get sounded a bit uncomfortable at the fact like there has to be a bed in the back of the truck. Okay. There has to, it has to have a mattress in it. It has to have a full comforter what? set. What? Yeah, I thought you were talking about. I, but by bed, you meant like the, the back part. No, I think it's called a truck bed. Yeah, like the 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 the, 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 the bowl, the, the bowl, <laughs> the bowl, the, tr- the truck bowl. <laughs> the bowl. I've never heard it. I've never heard it said like that before. The truck bowl, you know. The truck the, bowl. The truck bowl. The truck bowl. I love, I love the thought of like going to the construction site. Like, where do I put the wood? Just put it in the bowl. Put it in the bowl. Put it in the bowl, man. In the truck bowl. <laughs> put it in the bowl. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Uh, just put it in the bowl. Yeah, in the truck bowl. Uh, but what what do you guys think? Is it a, is it a truck or is it a van? Do you agree yeah, with Jordan or do you agree with me? Or is it a bowl? <laughs> it's a bowl. We all it's know a, that it's a bowl, guys. Come on. <laughs> we all know it's a bowl. There's no doubt about it. It's, no it's doubt. A, there's no doubt in my mind that it is a truck bowl. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Well, that's for food trucks, guys. That's what we think about food trucks. <laughs> that's what we think about food and trucks. <laughs> there's no truck. There's only food. We talked about food and we talked about trucks. <laughs> Problem solved. We did it, guys. Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about food and trucks. We didn't talk. We barely talked about food trucks. We just talked about food and trucks. <laughs> I 
That's funny. time <laughs> we'll be we'll be right back with more jordina's talk time right after these messages <laughs> Are you a big fan of Giordino's Talk Time? Of course I am. Do you like cheese? Yeah, duh. Who doesn't? I'm Fondue. And I'm her famous co-host, Cheesy. And we're from Just Cheesy, the podcast. If you like cheese history, yeah. cheese news, yeah. and a very cheesy joke, oh, yeah. then we're the podcast for you. Come listen right now. No, no, Cheesy. Oh, yeah. They have to wait until the end of this episode before they can come listen to us. Right. And then they can hear our most famous cheesy joke. Tell them now. Okay. Why is cheddar the most dangerous of all the cheeses? I have no idea. Because it's very sharp. Get it? That's right. Sharp. <laughs> come on over to Just Cheesy, the podcast. After Giordino's talk time. Thanks, Giordino. Welcome back. We're still here with Ermin, and let's get into a little segment called Thought Time. Music, 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 music. Thanks. And today we're going to give our thoughts on nostalgia. Voted on by you guys, of course. Oh boy! No oh, this was actually a really close, really close poll. It was between nostalgia and Walmart. <laughs> oh boy, really Walmart? And, they're, and for me, they're kind of overlapping. How close <laughs> yeah. was Walmart to winning? By um, about two point two votes off. Oh, I was correct too. <laughs> I think it was like thirty-eight to oh, thirty-eight to thirty-six. Wow. Okay. Of so course. Like very close. I don't think I don't think anyone's gonna beat nostalgia ever because that's like that's the golden word for us as we grow up and live our life in reality. As we get older. As we get older and Exactly. Uh, de- decrepit and broken and depressed yes. and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and stressed out and Okay. Uh, Texas. <laughs> Texas. No, I just want to. I just want to like say, comment on something and say that I have a feeling that our nostalgia is going to be like different yeah, because of the vastly like, different environments that which we grew up. Exactly. But it could also be similar. So, like, I'm, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious about your nostalgia, like the things that br- like bring you nostalgia. So. Who should start with their little uh, little thing? You want me to go first? It's really short. Sure. Because the only thing I remember growing up was the freaking Chinese toy phones. <laughs> I always buy those all the time. 
You mean oh. the ones that go na 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 the freaking butterfly song. And you know what? But you have it on your phone. I I remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My sex playlist. Anyways. Uh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I you're, always you're... remember. <laughs> oh, okay. This is obviously like the part of your nostalgia is like being in school, right? So every time, every morning, every time my like my dad would drop me off at school, there's always like vendors at the side, like at the either at the entrance or the side of the school. And every time before I even go in, I would always buy like toys from there. And there was one particular one that is like that the thing that I would always buy is the. Like it's a syringe pen, it's like made it. It's a syringe, and it's a pen, and I would always buy those all the time. And the other one, a would syringe be like, pen. Yeah, it's a syringe pen. You know, like y- y- you growing up, you would always. I think it's called oh, oh, like the mechanical pencils, right? You would pretend that it's a syringe. And you would. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Do that. Yeah. You just get. But like, oh man, the vendor was so smart for selling those. <laughs> the syringe pen. And every time we buy it, our teacher would always get so annoyed. Because we always buy our lunch money with toys. And we could never, ever forget it. Sell the snack bar. Because like, the thing is, like in, our, in my school at least, our school is required to carry like a basket full of like snacks that you have to like buy. And they bring it up to your school. Like, um, in high school, there's something called, like, oh, what did you call it? Bake cart. It would come by to your, to your, like, rooms, right? And for us, we always have to, like, sell the whole items in the basket. But because of us buying items before we enter the school, we don't even have money to buy <laughs> the lunch tray. Ah, uh, yes. Capitalism it. at play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How about you, Jardino? What is your this is we- vendors? Nostalgia? Vendors, huh? I yeah. I just wasn't around that kind of culture. Most think- of my nostalgia comes from TV. Oh, because like, there's a lot of like Canadian. Th- Canadian things on TV that two thousands kids will remember like crazy. Like when I see something like the North American House Hippo, like they're gonna go crazy over that. Who? Do you know what I'm what? talking about? Well, it's Canada. I don't know. <laughs> the North Canadian American hippo? House Hippo. Have you ever heard of no. that? No. <laughs> then a lot of these are gonna be weird to you. It's gonna like, be such there's a, a huge show. cultural differences. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the exact moment I said North American house hippo. Yeah, the word North American, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> it was like, like a commercial a... about like. Uh, it was a commercial about like never believe what you see on TV, or don't always believe what you see on TV. It was like a PSA, and it was like a. Like a documentary style, like a hippo oh, in that in like a house. Okay, I searched it up. It looks familiar. <laughs> it looks a bit familiar, but it, I don't it think was I a ever. It was a part of my childhood. Same thing with uh, 
TV programs called like YTV and Teletoon. Okay, since we're talking Those about big televisions, ones. since we're talking about television, my no- very nostalgia one was like Thomas the Tank Engine, and it's not. Oh, like I watched the a, a little bit of that. It was the one. Where yeah, it's like just, the, the it's little, just stop uh, motion ones, right? Yeah, it's like the toys. Working. Yeah, bro, I love those. I love watching it. What was the guy's name? The Fat Man? I, the Fat Monopoly Conductor. Monopoly Man, I don't freaking know. <laughs> I don't know. He was the Fat Conductor, I remember now. Yes. Or, yes. Um, what you call it? Mickey Mouse Clubhouse was also one of my favorite thing to watch as a kid. I was I a little... Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, I didn't have Disney... Oh, oh yeah, I don't think, yeah, because your parents told you, like, not to watch it, right? Yeah, My father was like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, You don't watch Disney, son, okay? You're going to go straight to Die Hard and all the action movies. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, okay. I never watched much Disney. So for you, you had, like, the North American house hippo, right? Yes. For for yes. me, this is gonna be such a huge difference for you. But for me, I grew up watching Upin and Epin, which is an Asian show. Upin and Epin. Yeah, I think I've mentioned that before. I don't even know how to spell that. Honestly, I don't know either. <laughs> but yeah, they're Ooh. like they're like bald little kids who like just plays around and stuff. And I grew up playing it. And I think that one of the episodes they were playing like badminton. And that's how I ended up liking badminton now. Because of Upin and Deepin. And there are also Bald other kids. like... Why did... What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's from Indonesia originally. And it, it kind of just The thing like... is, I also have a bald kid in my <laughs> life. Caillou? <laughs> Yours is like... Yeah, white. Ours Caillou. Is like Asian. <laughs> You got the white kind, we got the Asian one, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, we had two. We have two bald kids. Well, the one, I'm not exactly sure if it's Upin or Epin, but I think Upin had like one strand hair that is twirled. One strand of hair? Yeah. (laughs) My good. What about like food? Was food ever like... Childhood street. things, oh, childhood man. things that you have lots. Street food is definitely street food, like the that top tier type of food that I would go for. Specifically, halo halo, or I guess American accent, halo halo, <laughs> halo halo, halo halo. Halo tra- What? I I I've never I, I never actually heard it's, of this. It's a sweet dessert, and halo halo in translation for English is mix mix, meaning like there are like multiple toppings or multiple. I guess it's not topping; it's at the bottom. But I don't know why it's called toppings, but it's a topping. There's like multiple toppings, such as like jelly. There's jackfruit in it. There's beans in it, and the best part about it is the ice and the milk, the condensed milk that they put in. If uh, depending on the vendor, if they're rich, they'll give you like ice cream as well on top of it. And that was like my go-to thing I... to eat during summer. It's good, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, it sounds really good. I just never experienced anything like that. Mm, maybe if if you come here, 
if you get here, I could, I could make you some some mix mix, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> some girl you really mix. with the like Filipino mother? <laughs> I literally am. I'm start. Yeah. I'm at that age, Jordino. God damn it! <laughs> oh goodness. Let me quickly tell you, like, what my childhood food consisted of. What? So, what is it? Kate, like, you know, craft dinner, Katie, the blue box. Yeah. And uh, mix that with either hamburger or uh, a hot dog. But oh? you have to cut up the hot dog. Oh. Okay. There's no other way. You you have to cut up the hot dog. If you don't cut up the hot dog, then the KD monster is going to kill you. That's that. The KD monster. <laughs> that's, that's, what, yeah. wow. <laughs> that's what they said, you know? Oh, also, mashed of, potatoes was a big thing. Oh. Or speaking of. Speaking of hamburgers, there's, like, always a traditional thing that my dad do. And, you know, like, you know, in Asian countries, there's something called, like, the marketplace, right? You can get, like, various type of... That's, mm-hmm. like, the, that's an Asian way of getting groceries, is going to marketplace. Because it's much cheaper than going to, like, mall version. So every time my dad and I would, like, go and then come home, our go-to thing to go is it called, um... Oh, God, what is the store called? Minute Burger. It's like a small little vendor. Minute burger. Yeah. We, my dad and I would always go there all the time to get like just like a, a, good, a good old small little burger every time. It's, I don't know why it's called minute burger when it freaking takes 15 minutes for them to cook it. Ah, false advertising. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's still, I mean, there's a, there's a minute within 15. So like, you know, <laughs> you just have to wait 15 more. <laughs> So yeah, like my our, my dad and I's go to thing to go like it's always been a, like a tradition for both of us. And depending on the place, if it's marketplace like or mall, if it's marketplace, we'll get hamburgers from a vendor. But if it's like mall wise, we would get like takoyaki every time we go hamburger, hamburgers, yeah. So I takoyaki. Miss the, I miss, I miss I've had that, and it's good. Exactly. What? 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 Um. Oh, what's it called? <laughs> like the topping, what flavored topping do you like? What is it called? I have no idea. <laughs> I've had it once. <laughs> I don't know exactly what's on there, but it was so good. I mean, QP mayo is always good. Yeah, that's true. QP mayo is a banger. Let me tell you, it's you good. Ne- Wait, are you talking about like the thing with the baby on it? <laughs> Frequently yes. Called? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Babies are good. What? <laughs> I meant the, the baby bears are good. The, the freak. Ba- let's, 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 let's pivot away from uh, this. The bail with the baby off. <laughs> I'm sure they know what QP mayo is. You see, just stop. I just forgot the name. Stop. I forgot the name. Don't say baby mayo. <laughs> We're not crushing up babies and we're not making mayo with them, okay, people? That's not what we're doing. You, that's what you got to do. You got you to gotta advert their expectations and make them think of something else. Like, oh, look at this. Uh, I, I like uh, corned beef and mashed potatoes. That was my – so you got you to gotta switch the conversation, okay? <laughs> I saw a silicon baby podcasting once and he 101. 
Okay. <laughs> no, you don't double down on the topic that's about killing babies, okay? It's not, it's not an actual baby. It's a silicone, okay? Anyways, my favorite thing to do as a kid, the only, the, my favorite um, moments back then was like when you just suddenly fall asleep and your parents like lift you up to put you in bed. I don't know why, but that's like a core memory for me all the time. I think my father would just let me sleep wherever I fell asleep. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Like if I fell asleep, like if I like, like I was, I would just decide to sleep anywhere. My father was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) He's there. Let him be. (laughs) (laughs) We do really have a different childhood memories of that. (laughs) <laughs> like i think i like fell asleep in the kitchen one time my dad's like you know what i'm gonna make some noodles around him <laughs> i fell asleep on the stove but my father still made noodles on the way <laughs> he still made noodles he just went around me <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah the one the one thing that i remember though. was like with my auntie i was i was like just laying on my auntie's lap i was sitting on it and I think I was trying to fight this sleep, but man, my my aunt was so comfortable <laughs> that I like ended up falling asleep. And then the next thing I knew, I I woke up on the bed. That is just a core memory for me, man. I miss doing that. Nice. I really do. Well, you know what? We have to we have to move on. I would no. love to continue this thought no. time. I hate growing up, Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you then you're gonna hate the next live segment. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, okay. No. We're going okay. deep. <laughs> okay, stick around after lecture me about it. And as uh Ermin and I get into tough talks. Wait, where's my script? Hold on. I'm losing it already. I didn't even start. I'm, 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 I'm dying here, man. I didn't even start. I, I don't know where my script is. Hold on. Okay, uh, no. Uh, good evening. Welcome to the classroom. You can call me Mr. Giordino or just Giordino. Whatever you want to call me, I don't care. And I'll try my best to teach you a little bit about ecology, okay? And so let's get into this edition of Lecture Me About It. Is there... Is, is, is there... Music... Hold on, is there music? I don't remember there being no music. Is there music? Tell me. Is there music? <laughs> Hold on. Let me put on the timer. Ten minutes on the clock starting now. So, ecology. What is ecology? Ecology is the scientific study of how organisms interact with each other and their environments. There are two main goals of ecological research. One, describe as slash quantify the patterns of distribution and abundance of organisms. And two, understand what factors can affect these patterns. And here's an important understanding of... You need an importance of understanding a species... Ecology. What is what is that? Let me read some things, okay? <laughs> okay. How do we how do individuals interact with each other and the environment? Okay. An example of this is what behavioral and or physiological mechanisms do individuals use to meet ecological challenges? 
How and why do population sizes change over time? What factors affect population size slash growth slash stature structure? <laughs> I'm trying, man. Okay, hold on. How do species interact with each other and what are the consequences for community structure? And how do energy and nutrient cycles through a ecosystem? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is how does energy and nutrient cycle through an ecosystem? Let's talk about let's talk a little bit about the patterns of distribution on a global scale. We have a pretty good in, we have a pretty good idea about what factors limit the distribution of a species on a large scale. Think about on Earth, like, you know, like a big old ball. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 losing it already. There, there are physio, there's are physical and climatic barriers. These prevent the dispersal of individuals from their place of birth to a new geographic location. An example of a physical barrier would be oceans, water, seas, boom, look at the things, big puddles of water going, no, 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 you can't, you can't move. That's why there's no, like, uh, what is it, brown bears, brown or black bears in Australia. I think, is there any even bears? Is a koala even technically... I don't even think a koala is technically a bear. Is it not a marsupial? No, it's not a marsupial. I don't know. I don't know anything about koalas. Can somebody tell me? Someone tell me. Okay, um, moving on. I have like seven minutes left. On a local scale, our understanding of all the factors affecting the distribution of a species on a local scale are less well understood. Why? I don't know. Be, why are they less understood? I don't understand why. If if somebody way up there can't understand why, then why why me? Why me? Let's talk a little bit about abundance. Population size and population density, aka the number of individuals per unit area, population size or abundance can vary from location to location. So basically, and also abundance varies with time. What? That's crazy. There also there's uh, abiotic factors can uh, affect the abundance of a population. This this can be like temperature, light intensity, water availability. Do we know what abiotic is, people? First of all, I should have opened that with that question. It, it is non-living stuff. It's stuff. Non-living things, things you know, like light intensity, the light you can't not living temperature not alive, water availability nah, -uh. and also biotic factors can uh, can limit the amount of population in an area. What's biotic factors? The opposite of non-living. What is that? Everyone say with me, living. Whoa, this could be like predators and competition stuff like that. So like me, <laughs> I'm a. I'm a biotic factor. I'm the reason why you're not in this. I'm I'm the reason why you're not here because of me. <laughs> I am competition. I am your competition. Okay, let me tell you. Organisms can survive in an area over the long term if and only if abiotic conditions are within the organism's range of tolerance. What is a range of tolerance, people? Well, the range of tolerance is the when all of the factors are ideal, basically. When the light availability is ideal, if you're a plant, I guess. If the water availability is ideal, if the temperature is ideal, if the oxygen levels are ideal. An example of our, uh, of like our range of tolerance, Mount Everest would be out of it. 
So that's why we can we like we can go to Mount Everest. We just can't live there for a long period of time. Do you get me? Do you feel me? Okay, good. So let's do, do a little tiny summary of what we said just then. A species distribution and abundance are t- determined largely by dispersal ability. These can be physical structures. And cli- these this can be like physical things and climactic things that can di- that can prevent dispersal. The barriers, remember, ba 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 ba, abiotic factors. Uh, like, uh, can can the organisms survive these abiotic factors? Can they survive the amount of light there? If you're if you're something like a plant, are you a plant? Answer that to me now. There's no tomorrow, only now. That's kind of scary to think about. Uh, no, there is a tomorrow. There is. I I swear. I mean, I don't know. That's not... <laughs> Shut up, Jordan. <laughs> okay. Also, uh, biotic factors. Like, you know me. <laughs> Am I in the area? If I'm in that area, then you can't go there because I'm a hungry boy. I eat a lot. So there's going to be big big competition. So and another thing I want to talk about really quickly is that optimal, com- optimal conditions. That's like when something reaches the optimal conditions, that's when a, uh, a species is most abundant. When, uh, when there are stressful conditions, that's when it, it, they are less abundant. But when it's beyond the range of tolerance, then they are not present. And a good one to think about would be like, um, uh, think about Flo- Florida compared to uh, Winnipeg compared to Mount Everest. Optimal conditions for weather-wise, not living-wise, not society-wise, in in the hotter regions, let's say California instead. Let's just say California. California, most abundant people because it's it's very good there. Warm weather, stressful conditions. If you go to Winnipeg, you're gonna if you can't survive the winter, you're going to die or someone's gonna stab you. And if you go to Mount Everest, you can't stay there for a long time. Let's talk a little bit about. <laughs> I want st- to. I want to. I want to. End this off with something a bit shocking. Um, let's talk a little bit about femboy snakes, shall we? I learned about femboy snakes, and I think you should learn about femboy snakes already, too. If you know what I'm talking about, then you're probably happy. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you're probably sad. Either way, it's going to be a good time. So, femboy snakes, what am I talking about? So, snakes, let's talk, let's talk about garter snakes. Garter snakes are these little tiny snakes, little cute guys. Mmm, yummy, not yummy. Don't eat them. Don't eat them, people. Don't eat them. But Don't put it in your mouth. Don't eat the snakes. Look at the snakes. Back to femboy snakes. So... We all know that snakes need to be warmed up before they can really do anything. Cold-blooded creatures. So, what that means is that when they're sleeping, when they come out of hibernation, they need need time to warm up before they can start mating. Because you know how snakes, like, mate in a ball? Like, they all come together and they try to, like... It's a mating ball. They all come into a ball. They roll around, hoping for somebody to get for somebody to get fertilized. Oh gosh! Oh my goodness! Okay. So what I'm referring to is that a phenomenon when a snake doesn't like wake up early enough. He's like, oh man, I missed my chance to wake up on time, but I have an idea. So he slithers on over there, and then he secretes pheromones. Like a like a female snake, basically, 
he pretends to be a female snake, so this boy snake becomes a femboy snake. And all the other males are like, you know what? There we go. And they go and they go to this other snake and they snuggle up on him. And then through all the snuggling and through all the movements, they warm up the other snake. The other snake then has a better chance of mating with the female snake. So, you know, it's it, in the end, it's just a bunch of male snakes hugging and snuggling together to get nice and warm and toasty. <laughs> Such is life. Such is femboy snakes. Oh, goodness. Isn't that great? Now that's that, It's Femboy Friday here in Giordino's Talks. We have an entire array of, of, uh, of days. We have Dirty Wednesdays, a good one. Femboy Fridays one. What, what what other what other day should there be here on Dredito's Talk Time? Um, I don't know, man. You you send in ones, okay? I'm tired of doing all the thinking and you just sitting there listening to me talk, doing all the work, being all just listeners and not being helpful. I'm I am just criticizing you now. This isn't even learning. I I am basically a teacher now. I'm just getting mad at you. I am a teacher. Oh. Okay, the bell went off. I am sorry, folks, but that is time. Okay, thank you for your time, and we'll be back with more Giordino's Talk Time right after these messages. Movies and feelings. Pop, pop. Bring Your Own Popcorn is a podcast that dives into people and the movies who love them. Let us preach to your choir or stoke your ire as we spiral down memory lane with cult classics, jurassics, and other genres that rhyme with traffic. What we lack in education, we make up for with comedy, compassion, and camaraderie. I'm your host, Mixtape Majesty, inviting you to join me and an assortment of wonderful guests on fine podcast apps everywhere. Bring your own popcorn. I'm back here with Ermin, and let's take a bit to ponder. Questions are meant to make you think, and they aren't always going to be easy. So let's get into some tough talks. But before we get into the first question, let me ask you, Ermin, how, how is it going so far? How is it going? I is it going is doing well. It's going well. Okay. I'm That's really good. Well. When should you let go? I'm sorry? Hmm? <laughs> when should you let go? Depending on the context. In the context of relationships and such as like a significant oh. other, a family, even family member and friends, when is it time to just move past them and let go? Oh, that, isn't there like a stages of grief about that specifically? I'm, I'm pretty sure there are, yeah. I wonder what are. I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't know the exact. I know there are. But I just. Don't, I just don't know the exact. You know, steps. <laughs> I don't know step one, step two. I mean, anger, I, grief, acceptance, happiness. It doesn't have to be in order. That's the thing. It depends on your feeling. Ah, I see. I see. Right. So it can so, be like <laughs> seven, okay. six steps of anger, and then one acceptance. Oh, you forgot. You know, that, that's part. my revenge. Okay, no. Uh, Adventure. What? Revenge. You forgot one part. Revenge. Oh, yeah. Anger, revenge. revenge, happiness. There we go. 
and closure. There you go. There, yeah, there, there we go. Like that's. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's the that's the plot line of the first John Wick movie. But we're just gonna move over that. I guess. Okay, going back to the topic, right? Relationship wise. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh, let's. <laughs> that the the reality part about that is that people like want to have closure with people, right? And the thing is, sometimes you just can never get that, and you just gonna have to learn how to let go in that moment. And for me, I've had the experience of like not getting proper closure with someone because of personal reasons, you know? And sometimes I just gotta have to learn to let go for that for myself. Either like think about the how it felt like being with that person, right? And so like it, it's more uh, it's mostly like I guess people are really sad about like letting a person go. But for me, it felt like it was just such like a privilege to be with someone like that. They have given me this time to like appreciate and admire me, but also since we're not go wor- going to work together, maybe it's just time to let it go. I it's uh, yeah. <laughs> it is hard to let a person go, especially depending on like how well this person have treated you in a way. Yeah. And it this is- feeling could extend to like more than just a partnership. It could extend to like the passing of a loved one. Like if you can't accept the, the fact that they're gone, then how are you ever going to get better? Yeah, that is also... And I think... A thing for That's me where I kind of relate to this. Losing because someone is hard. I've I've had yeah. I've had someone close to me pass and it was a hard experience. Very hard. But uh mm. what I it it took me a, it took me a while to get over it. And I just kind of at first I didn't want to like let it define me at that moment, but I just couldn't I couldn't stop it from affecting me so much. Like, of course, I love this person. They were, like, such such an integral part of my life at that moment. And then just having them leave. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no outro. No build-up. Just gone. It was hard to accept that. And the way I kind of worked through my emotions was to learn about them through my family and kind of ask questions and see who they were for me because the thing is like when i lost i lost people at a young age so i didn't really understand the word lost so like i didn't really have like uh, the feeling of grief of losing people but i do sympathize i don't know for me I don't know if it's uh, if there's something wrong with me specifically, but when people experience grief, like they cry, right? But for me, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I never once experience or like feel that kind of emotion, especially during uh, during that part where you lose a person. I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, I guess for my. I mean, there's scenario, definitely not. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. If that's the case, we all experience grief in different ways. We all, we all express our emotions in very different ways and contexts. It's just 
nothing nothing's going to be like a cookie cutter way it's not all going to be exactly the same and we just need to realize that we are a very unique being and we just need to accept that i'm not going to be the same as you so i shouldn't base my feelings off of your feelings because we are two different people so yeah. i'm yeah we, we process it in all our different all our own, in all our own ways i just wanted to add that in i guess for me like i obviously i've never experienced loss but in my dream i've experienced a lot of those kind of feeling and there are moments where i i don't cry off obviously in my dream as well mm -hmm. but there are moments where i would actually do feel like it's a real thing happening right so uh there was one person that was it they really mean to me a lot and so i uh, what if what am i going going for with this one? <laughs> i lost my thoughts oh my god uh, well, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that, like, just appreciate a person while they're here. And, yeah, it's it's not always going to be like, it's never going to, like I said, it's never going to be like a, a three-step thing and you're going to know exactly when they're going to leave. So there's always going to be that tiny bit of anxiety about, like, worrying about people. Uh, I, like, I've I've struggled with that a lot in my life. Like worrying about people and just overall being super, super sad that they're going to leave and I don't know when they're going to leave, but I just kind of accepted the fact that I, they are going to leave someday, anybody, even in a relationship. I know I've haven't had much relationships and oh. I don't have that experience, but like someday if you, if you find that person, if you find the right, right person, even if it does like work out wonderfully, it's not going to be forever. One of you is going to pass. And mm -hmm. I'm, of course, at the moment, I'm not going to be like super accepting of it and say like, oh yeah, they're gone. I'm just going to say it's, it's, it's going <laughs> to yeah. be a process. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's not like, going to be like, you, oh, they're gone. You, before you like continue, I did have like a mindset of that back then is like, for like relationship wise like i meet this person just for them to leave me or for me to leave them like that was such a toxic mindset for me back then and i think it's still going on to this day because i still have commitment issues with people but yeah don't ever think of it that way of like i meet you because sooner or later you're gonna be gone no 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 of course not so it's 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 a special thing. Relationships are a special thing. And the end of a relationship is something that's going to be, it's inevitable. It's always going to be there. And and I think the the knowing of that being there is kind of, in a, in a sense, a good way to, uh, how do I say this, just love them more, in a sense. Uh appreciate them there we go how about this how, like you said we, before can we turn the question there for a bit i think i've asked you guys this before <laughs> and it's like a scenario to yeah i think i've asked you guys this before along with like other people and that is like if you knew you're gonna die like the next day would you tell someone 
at all. Yes, you have asked yeah, us this. I have. And it's I think, difficult for me as well. I think I would. Just because of the fact that I care for other people so much that to see them, like, just to know that they would be absolutely destroyed at this mm-hmm. sudden occurrence would, I would be dead. So it wouldn't like destroy me obviously, but I would just the knowing of it beforehand would just weigh me down with all this guilt and sadness that oh. I would have to let somebody know. And if I had, if I let somebody know, then I could experience the, Experience the end with them. Anybody. Who would be the first person you'd ask then? Uh, I guess the closest person in my life at this moment is my father. Mm. He is the closest person in my life. But if I had to choose anybody, it would have to be my mother. Mm. It's because we've just always had this, like, uh, up and up and down relationship and I've always had this appreciation and big respect for my mother and and to have her there at my final moments would be just would kind of be the ribbon on the bow the (sighs) like the the last the last I would be ready damn obviously I'm I'm not ready now so you know yeah of course not that's not happening obviously but I'm yeah, not ready to die now. That's going to be heavy for your parents, though. That's the thing. It's it like would the fact be that, terrible. The fact that the child, their child would pass away before them is going to be heavy. What about you? Mm. Who would you tell? Well, <laughs> it's quite the opposite, actually. Because <laughs> for me, like, I, I don't want them. I don't want to see them grieving while I die. Oh, okay. Right? But also, like... It's kind of a selfish thing for me to, like, not tell them as well. But also, I don't want them... I don't want to see them sad in front of me because they know. So you want to spend your last moments happy? Like, in the presence of happy people? Yeah, like, I just wanted to act like nothing pretty much happened. People are just going their day and stuff like that. I guess, like, how... how, Who am I going to ask first? I don't know exactly. <laughs> That's probably no one. I'm probably gonna told myself that I'm gonna die one day. <laughs> I'm gonna die <laughs> tomorrow. I'll be like, good job. Uh, another question, eh? What would you do in your last moment exactly? What would I do? Yeah. I've actually given. Strangely enough, I've have I've given this some thought. Oh. And, and I, over the years I've, I've had like so much more appreciation with nature that if, if I were to die in some way, I would get into nature somehow, even if it's just like a tiny, a tiny park in a city in the closest bit of nature, I would just absorb that all in, into my mentality and just live for that moment. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Just, yeah, just silence. Silence and nature. That is my thought as well. I guess for me, uh, it's my, I guess one of my love language for people is like writing letters. 
to people. So I guess in my last moment, I'll, I'll write them about it. At least to give them enough closure as to what had happened mm. to me, you know? So I'll write every single people. I will write a letter to every single people. And then while, if I only have like a few hours left, I'll just probably go outside and just look at the sun. The sun setting. I don't know That's why, nice. but my vision is just me above, like, the, the carpet hill and just sitting there looking at the city. And then... Yeah, I, would, I, I wouldn't want to be in a state of panic for my last moments. Hmm. That, that, that seems terrible to be in a state of panic, just somewhere calming. Yeah, just... Here's, like here's a nice, fun question to, oh. to end this. Oh. <laughs> Who would you want to? Who would you want to read your eulogy at your at your funeral? My eulogy. Define that's kind of like <laughs> that. That's kind of like what they like say about you at the funeral. Oh, I guess the person and like that have really them speak about well. you. Yeah, for me, the person that really knows me well is my best friend. Like they know the darkest to the brightest part of me at this point. <laughs> so I'd rather let them write, like do that in my funeral. And they could even host the funeral. If there's even people that I don't even like in there, she could do it. <laughs> they, you know? they would know and just get out. It's like, oh, why are you here? Didn't you say you were this, this, that with her? Why the hell are you here? Like, yeah, yeah. Call them out right in the middle of your funeral. <laughs> Amazing. Exactly. Shout out to Ten, by the way. That's my best friend. <laughs> ah, I see. I see. I think I would have the same, same answer. Who would that be? Jordan. Oh no! <laughs> I would have Jordan read my eulogy. That really depends on what he's gonna say, though. <laughs> the fact just that I to, know him as well is kind of yeah. Cool. Just to know that, like. Just to know him would be like, just to know he would be doing it would like brighten my day. It's like, oh yeah, he's going to like stutter. <laughs> he's going to have a, a little bit of trouble getting through it, but you know, it's going to be good. I mean, it's gonna yeah, be that's good. true. It could be comedic in your funeral as well, right? Yeah. And I, you know, I kind of, I've accepted the fact that because I'm a taller person, I am going to die sooner. And is that really a thing I see? That is a thing. There? I guess because, yeah. you know, the taller you are, the closest you are, and the, the sky is above. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just get there early. <laughs> I, get the, I, I don't know what... I get there early, you know, express pass. <laughs> <laughs> I get, oh, my goodness. So, I... Oh, my goodness. So, I, do, I have accepted the fact, and I would enjoy it if Jordan were to actually do my eulogy in real life. Because... Have you told them about that though? Like, no, I haven't this. actually. Just in case. But I, I feel like if the time would, if he were to listen to this and, uh, hi Jordan, <laughs> but he probably isn't. But uh, we'll when the time's right, I would tell him. But I would, I do want him. You know, depending on like how how much of uh, our relationship is at that point, I'm sure. Mm. And in my mind, it's still going. It's still strong in my mind. Our friendship, and and I would just enjoy it if he read my eulogy because he knows a lot. He knows a lot about me, and I I've said 
and we've I've said that we've been friends for like almost 14 years now. Mm. That's more than half of my life at this point. He's a part of you at this point. I've known him for so long, so you know. <laughs> to have to have him read my eulogy would be amazing. And man, I wish I could witness that. <laughs> by all eulogy, <laughs> you by the way. <laughs> I mean, you might, you might, you might witness it because you you probably are going to outlive me too. <laughs> you want to bet? <laughs> you want to? <laughs> you want to bet? You want to bet? Oh, how about the loser? The loser gets to wear this, that, okay? Where the loser gets the what? Actually, if I were to die, I want you to wear a plaid. <laughs> like, honestly. You want, me to, you want me to wear a plaid at your funeral? Got it. Yeah. Okay. Like, a, a plaid suit, you know? Necktie. Same. <laughs> if I die first, you gotta wear a plaid suit. I would, I would gladly do it. <laughs> it settles Deal. stamps. <laughs> deal it's 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 been signed and written here folks whoever dies first has the other person has to wear a plaid suit to the other person's funeral it's a trade signed and sealed here what if we have like a podcast (laughs) in your funeral (gasps) it's like jordino do your intro come on (laughs) it's gonna be titled jordino's last podcast oh my god last episode That would be so sad, but it, oh my goodness. Not clickbait. Uh, not clickbait. <laughs> I should do uh, that. Like, just watch it being like going, four going years. Back to, going back to the question with like, would you tell anyone serious that the one day live? I would make a video of myself doing that. I would make a video of myself dying. <laughs> my last moment. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's so, so fun. Ah! Dying? Cause you know, like it's such a good content. Last moment. Such such good content. It's gonna it's gonna give us uh, money for JTT. Last moment. Last moments caught on camera. Exactly. <laughs> Not clickbait. Okay. I just fade away from the skies above. I think that was a I think that was a good segment. <laughs> well, we'll be. We'll be right back after this continuation of actually wait, I don't know what I don't know what we're doing for this episode. Radio theater or something else. Because we didn't do it last episode. And right after this is radio theater or campfire stories. Oh. Oh. Okay, we'll be right we'll be right back after this continuation of whatever's next. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) bye. Let's gather around, take a seat near the flame, and get cozy. Welcome to Campfire Tales. This story is called Mother's Photo Album. If any of you campers want to skip on ahead, don't be ashamed. These stories are a little bit spooky. Okay, now that I gave you some time to move on, let's get into this tale. I had always had a good relationship with my mom. We were close, and she knew everything about me. If I needed somebody to talk to, she was the person. But my entire life was uprooted when she was taken from us, struck by a semi, heading home from work. She had to have a closed casket funeral. 
That that week went fast. I don't I don't think I knew how to process it. I I guess in my mind I just felt like she wouldn't be gone forever, but a piece of me deep down knew that she was. That following week after, I went to her apartment to sort some things. I remember as a child being told these stories about adventuring to beautiful places. She would bring home trinkets and she would show me. I remember her bringing stuff like paper fans, fur hats, (laughs) a little bone key, a beautiful lamp, a silk scarf, and so much more. Going through these souvenirs again felt like I was reliving these memories. I won't lie, that was the first time it really hit me. She was gone. I couldn't make any more memories. I decided to take a break from sorting and I, I make myself some tea. I had never actually made tea in her house before. I never had to. She would always make some before I visited. To be honest, I never really made anything there. She was always happy to feed me. I looked around in each of the cupboards looking for the tea bags. And at that moment, I realized I never had the chance to look around. I saw very little, granted, but there were some dusty cups and, and a couple of plates. Nothing too special. As I looked around more, I I didn't find much. Once I had finally found the cover with the tea, I was delightfully surprised with something I had never seen before. A photo album. I didn't know why I never saw this before, or, or why she never mentioned it to me. But it had a little lock on it, like a, like a padlock. I thought that was it. But then suddenly, that bone key made a little more sense. I dug it out from under the rest of the souvenirs and sat down at the kitchen table with the book and the key. I stuck the metal piece inside and it had a hard time sliding in all the way, but eventually it did. I twisted the key and the padlock fell off. I opened the first page and I saw a group of middle-aged adults posing in front of a tree with one of those really big two-man saws. I had never seen any of these people before, and I don't think she ever talked about them either. Before I looked through more, I needed that cup of tea. I was pretty parched after sorting. I put the water back on and sat back down. I looked at that first picture, more. All of these people looked very nice. Had that nice 90s vibe to them. I went to flip the first page, but then the sound of the tea kettle whistling distracted me. I went to take it off the element. Then, while moving the kettle, I heard the page turn. I slowly spun around and saw that the page was, in fact, different. I peered over and couldn't make out exactly what it was. I turned back around to put the tea bags into the cup, then poured the hot water. I wanted to get one good sip in before I looked any further. I sat down and placed my cup down then inspected what the picture was. 
all I could see was some sort of blurry photo of a cave. I couldn't make out any of the people in the photo, but I didn't know why my mother kept a photo like this. I kept turning and found that half of the book was blurry pictures of different places. Some were pictures of the ocean, others were pictures of the forest. I couldn't think of any reason why she would keep these. That wasn't until I got to the second half of the book. I turned to the next page and found what can only be described as some sort of ritual. Five people tied up to a tree and surrounded by a group. That same group from the first picture. And sure enough, there was my mom. And I saw the look of terror on the faces of the people tied up. They were covered in bruises and cuts. My mother was faced at an awkward angle. I couldn't tell what face she was making. I didn't want to keep turning, but I felt like I needed to. Curiosity was killing me. The next two pages were filled with gruesome pictures. Sawing through those poor souls. So many pictures, like like some sort of movie. It showed every detail, every tooth of the saw ripping through their soft flesh. I couldn't drink any more tea. I was getting nauseous. After the graphic scenes, I saw the book had one more page, and I reluctantly turned it. There I saw the lamp. The very same lamp my mother had shown me all those years ago. It was being decorated with the skin of those poor, poor victims. I threw the book to the ground and I went with it on my hands and knees and I wretched and cried, sick to my very soul, to my heart, at the corner of my eye. I saw it, that lamp. Those people with my mother for so many years. I backed away from it. It stared at me from the living room. I retched some more and went to puke into the trash can. But before I could evacuate my stomach, I noticed that another cupboard had opened. And from the little light that was able to shine in, I saw stacks of books, an entire library of photos. How, how could my mother do this? The end. Now, campers, that was a good story. I'll see y'all tomorrow, so, you know, don't stay up too late, okay? Tomorrow is Arts and Crafts Day, and we'll be making (laughs) lampshades. (laughs) i'm back here with ermin and let's get into the conclusion all right and everybody knows that the first part of the conclusion is recommendations it's uh, hello ermin (laughs) hello ermin hello ermin hi ermin hi ermin what's up is this the Barbie movie? Hi, kid. 
Hi, Barbie. What is that? I can't do Bar- I can't do Ken's voice. Wait, no, that's Ryan Gosling. I was thinking of the song. <laughs> the, I was thinking yeah. of the song, you know, where he um, goes like, uh, Hi, Ken. Hi, Barbie. <laughs> you want to go for a ride? Sure. You want to go... You you want to go for a rat? Why is why did I go southern for that one? <laughs> southern like cowboy, southern, southern Ken. Because like it, it's I such an that. easy. I don't want to say like it's such an easy like accent. I'm sorry, and it's like I've 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 perfected it over the years. Okay, I've perfected <laughs> my southern accent over the years, so it's better. Sure, not Better. until actual southern man comes in. Well, I don't know any southern people. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I th- I think it's fine. Like, like it's, it's it's a little bit, you know. I I can't do it exactly like you know. I can't do exactly like a southern person, but I can get there close enough. <laughs> right. I can't they just really judge because I'm not southern man. Southern. <laughs> Do <laughs> you want me to start with my my sure. uh, my recommendation? Rick, Rick, this kind of ties into the whole southern thing because um I have unironically started listening to country music. What a freaking thought! <laughs> 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 Medical morning. Uh, what's that guy name from Medical Morning? Uh, yeah, Rhett, Rhett McLaughlin, James and the Shame. Yeah. I think you want an answer. I love that song. But I, I recently learned about this song called I Know How the River Feels by Diamond Rio. And it's it, it's just kind of like a soft love song about like finally finally finding somebody that makes you feel perfect. Like when you reach the place that you feel like you were always meant to be. So like the, the song about, I know how the river feels is like a song about basically using the, the, Oh, what is that thing called? Not a hyperbole, but uh, whatever you yeah. metaphor, using the metaphor of a river reaching the ocean, mm. like a place it was always meant to be. And I, and I, it was just a nice little song. It's nice. Heartfelt song. Greatness. Wow. Great, 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 great. I love it. I love listening to it and just thinking. God, there was one um, friggin' country music that I used to listen as well. But I can't remember the name. But it's a very common song that people use. At least back then. <laughs> the only one that came to mind was uh, the, tra- the one with the tractor. <laughs> Do you know the one with the tractor? Yeah, I think so. You can take a ride on my big green yeah. tractor. Or you can do it. <laughs> oh, so baby, lock them down and turn the lights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> baby, lock them doors and turn That's the lights one. down low. <laughs> oh, my <That's> goodness. <laughs> Oh goodness! I love it. I love. It. What about you, Armin? What do you? Mm. What do you recommend? Oh boy, I forgot about that. There's a recommendation. I have forgot to function as well. But you know, oh uh, no, 
forget the mango juice. Fight me for that. I still love my mango juice. Mango juice. I've yet to try a mango here. I've had a mango before, but I've had I haven't had a mango recently. Maybe it it tastes different there. Different altitude. Maybe air. I don't know. I mean, we're lower. I think. Mm. Yeah, we're at sea level, so yeah, we're lower. <laughs> You're at your sea level, yeah. We're at sea level because the sea's right there. Or the ocean. He's pointing right now. <laughs> I am. See, everyone can see me pointing. Okay, look at <laughs> right. that. Look at that. Look at that ocean outside my window. What do you see? Water? I don't. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Water. Hello, water. Blue. I like to say hi to the water because it waves back. Hmm. Nice dad <laughs> jokes. We love that. Uh, and I'm not even a father. <laughs> Who says you want? Hmm? What? <laughs> Who says? You what want? did you say? <laughs> Who says I'm not a father? I say I'm not a father. I oh, I don't want I don't want to talk I don't want to talk about this. Forgive me, father, for I have sinned, man. Yeah. You, do you add man at the end when you go to church? Uh, forgive well, me, father, for I have sinned, man. <laughs> I just forgot the A, sorry. Mana? A man. Where's the A? <laughs> Ma'am. What? You know, Where's A-man. the A going? Amen. Oh, oh did, do you not know the spell? I I thought it was spelled A M E N. It is. I just say Amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> okay. Well, look at you contorting the narrative, contorting the story to fit your narrative. <laughs> the turntables turn to, <laughs> to fit your agenda. Raising How dare you! I am now raising the standards. You are now raising the standards. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what happened there. I don't know what happened. I'm going, I'm going crazy, man. I'm going the, crazy. The, I don't know what's ocean. happening. What's it? What you call it? The, the It's the ocean, man. I don't, I don't know what's yeah, crazy. I don't know what's man. going on, man. Ocean man, take me by the hand, take <laughs> me to the land. Outro. Outro. Well, that's all the time we have for this week, folks. I don't like to say goodbye, so let's talk again sometime. See ya. Now you say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.